Fuck, I hate the Melbourne Cup. What, the race that stops the nation? Didn't even stop my brain from thinking, eh? I just... I backed, like, four horses, and I don't think a single one of them finished inside the top 24, and there was 22 runners, so... Yeah, our tips didn't go too well. No, it didn't go too well at all. Mind you, I could have looked at that form all day. I would not have backed Gold Trip. The top weight, and it's won one race in its life prior to the Melbourne Cup. Yeah, it's an interesting one, but it ran like a good thing. Myron Houston, then, known as good trainers of status, so... Um, Obviously, Gold Trip was a winner. Um, we'll talk a bit more about the rest of the field. Second emissary, ran a good race. It looked... um. Looked a chance there, a couple of hundred out, and then sort of just stopped running on and Gold Trip held it out and won by a couple of lengths. But um, as we talked about high emotion, flashing home for third, the topic of conversation, Doville legend. I told you it couldn't win. I went bang, bang at Flemington. It didn't win. What do you make of its race? We, we know it wanted the good track. It didn't get it. Um, what do you think of it? I think fourth is a good result for it, mm. honestly. Um, international horses, they're a bit of a query you don't know out here. But I think the fact that it didn't come with any wet track form, it showed. Um, look, it didn't run the worst race, but like you said, during the week, I didn't think it would win. It didn't win, so we didn't get anything wrong there. Yeah. Well, speaking of internationals, how about William Buick getting flamed? That was the funniest thing I've ever seen. He rode how many winners? How many, how many horses did he oh, ride? It was eight starts, and he didn't get better than the top four finish. I tell you what, William Buick... I mentioned it in the last episode. That ride on Zapateo is the worst butchered ride I've ever seen in my life. And it shows with the rest of his performance. What did he say on his horse in the Melbourne Cup? 13th and without a fight, he didn't get through that ground. He's a fast ground horse. What? He's a fast ground horse. Not many of horses can run fast in the air, William. <laughs> and comments as well. Our favourite jockey. The Garden Gnome. Craig, Craig Williams. Williams. On who you mail. You want to know what he said after the race? What do you say? He goes, the winner. He was just too brilliant. I'll tell you what, Craig. You go tell that to every punter across the planet that lost money on that race, and you tell them to message the book. I saw a comment on Facebook. We go, if he was too brilliant, Craig, tell that the bookies and tell them to give my money back. <laughs> Wouldn't that be brilliant? What a great comment from Craig. He was just too brilliant. You finished 12th. The horse is shit. Your horse is shit. Genuinely, he goes... He was just too brilliant. He tried to get it over and done with too fast. You were never in the race. <laughs> he was far too aggressive, but for a horse that pulled and charged that hard throughout the race, he did an amazing job to enter the straight on the bridle like he did. Are you giving him commitment for finishing the race? I'll tell you what, that's one better than um, interpretation. We talked about that last episode. What, what would I say? Interpretation, that might come out and win. Well, I didn't. They came 23rd. Um, and didn't finish. It didn't. It didn't even finish. finish. It didn't come twenty third. DFF did not finish. That's DNF. That was clown work from the stewards yeah. or the vets. Sorry, the vets. Yeah, that's right. It said it shouldn't have been past fit to run. Yeah, and then, and then if it didn't finish the race, um, there was a few good comments. Eh? we touched on Tommy Berry. He just got deleted at the top of the straight, and then he walked off into the jockey's room, had a shower. That was good as well. Um, Dean Yendel on Charlie Rose. She just wants a firm track. You came 7th, I think you need a bit more than that. Your horse might need a bit of talent, but anyway. Anyway, yeah, today we'll go over our uh, Melbourne Cup bets along with our best bets of the day at uh, Flemington and... Was it Ramwick or Rose Hill? Ramwick. Ramwick. Um, on the, the, the Melbourne Cup day, um, starting off with uh, my moral. I tipped it as a moral, I'll tell you what, I didn't fucking win like one. They did. Well, we weren't in. 55 lengths. By the Flemington straight. Genuinely, I think it dead set one by 400 metres. Um, you're welcome, by the way. If I say something's immoral, just back it. Have your house on it. Um, 
Dane, what did you back Flemington? What was your best bet, Flemington? Quantree. Okay. Yeah, that was cast. Anyway, should Maybe we move on? on? Um, <laughs> I think cost me so much coin, eh? Well, I had that many th- multis that Quantree was the only thing that didn't win. There was a special on tab, $6 for um, White Marlin and Quantree to both win. Quantree didn't win, did it? So, thanks. Yeah, no shit. Anyway, going to Ramwick? Um, well, the tables turned, didn't they? They did. Far too easy. It was far too hard, wasn't it? Mm. Didn't run no too good. good. You're supposed to laugh at my jokes, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, uh, what were we on? Clemenceau. That one. That one, like a good thing. That one, well. Um, Norwegian Bliss, though, in the last. Seven from seven. Didn't look like getting there, eh? No, but it got there, didn't it? It did win. Seven yeah. from seven. It's going to be the top weight, and I think every single career start it ever runs in. Yeah, poor horse. Poor horse. Yeah. <laughs> poor thing's carrying 75 kilos on his back next start. Um, yeah, well, that's pretty much it. What's all we can say about Tuesday? It was a fairly lame day. You tip Realm of Flowers, that came fifth. Stockman came eighth. Um, high emotion flashing at the end. Yeah, we got that one sort of right, you can say. Yeah, well, we did talk about that. We said that was a good chance. Um, yeah, like, it was my like first four was $9 Jewis. to place. Mind you, did you see Jewish get tackled at the top of the straight? No, I missed that. Oh, just, yeah, he got tackled. Um, Anyways, what about today? We had the, the Oak, Oak Day. She's extreme. I didn't back it. You did. I did, yeah. I didn't have a bet today. Anyways. I didn't like anything. Well, I was a bit, con- I was a bit concerned when it had the, the artificial hoof or whatever it is. Oh, the artificial hook. It's a yeah. bad gear change. You know something's wrong if it has that gear change. I didn't even think it'd see out 2,500, to be honest with you. But it won. Well done, Tommy. Uh, good ride. Um, I still think it's a gone horse, but anyway. Um... Yeah, this weekend looks a good day of racing again. Um, yeah, especially at Flemington, at least. Yeah, Rose Hill sucks, but good way to finish off the spring kind of with three big group ones, race six, seven, and eight. Um, so, yeah, we'll go over them today, give you a best bet at Rose Hill and Flemington, although Rose Hill, it's just your average Port Macquarie meeting, isn't it? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> There's not a lot going on. Um, okay, cool. So, we'll start off with Flemington race six. We've got the Dali's Champion Sprint. Your favourite, deservedly, Nature Strip. Um, Giga Kick, Bella Nipotina, both in the market. Dane, what do you like? Uh, I'm going to go boring here. I'm going with the strip. Mm-hmm. I think it bounces back after the Everest. It's got good form down the straight. I mean, it's probably the best sprinter in the world. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if I'll back it at $1.95. Maybe if it gets back out to even money, we'll have a play. But, yeah, I think it would just be too good. Mm-hmm. Yourself? Um, I'm going boring as well. I'm no nature strip. Um, it doesn't have Nash Warwiller being a cunt. This time, I'll rephrase that. It doesn't have Nashville Willer being a very bad jockey this time. Um, tell you what, speaking of the Everest, Joy for Fortune come out my well, well, well today. It did. This is again it's on Saturday at Flemington. I don't yeah. think it backs up. Oh, I don't think it runs. I don't think it backs up either. Um, but yeah, look, I'm with Nature Strip as well. Um, gets a good draw in the middle of the field. Um, J Max come out. What do I say today? Barry Nine's a perfect draw of the Flemington Straight. Yeah. H2O won a 26 sheets from Barry Nine with J Mac on board. I think, yeah, strip will draw on barrier 12, not quite. Paul Laley out of barrier 9, that's not going to matter. That horse is shit. Um, I'm with strip as well. Um, have it in all your multis. Um, and, yeah, look, both with nature strip in that race, and I think nature strip wins. And wins well to cap off a pretty good preparation for the sprint, uh, for the strip. Um, race number seven, the Kennedy's Champions Mile. Your favourite private eye. You've got Cascadian, Mike Oberon, Alligator Blood, um, Mr. Brightside at 10s. Um, and that's pretty much the field. What are you with? Um, no, there's a few in the market that I think can win this race, but I'm going to put on top Private Eye. Okay. Um, it's in form. It's rained on last start. Yeah. That was a massive win. It's flying at the moment. Um, 
the trip's the concern, but it is a Group 1 winner at the trip. It was last year, but it did hit the line pretty hard in its last start. And I think it shouldn't rain too much, I don't think. So even if it gets to a good track, it still handle it pretty well. Well, it upgraded today um, to a good track at the end. And I'll tell you what, if Flemington gets a good track, there's no rain forecast for Sydney. <laughs> when was the last time we saw two good tracks at two of the big meetings on a Saturday? I don't know. It's been a while. Maybe the summer of 69. <laughs> You're a clown. Finally, some sunshine. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of the good track, I'll tell you what, if this horse gets a good track, I'll be having a fortune on alligator blood. Um, it'll lead, no doubt about it, drawn perfectly, barrier three. Um, gets back to 1,600. Queries everywhere about it running out the 2,000. I thought it ran it out better than I expected it to, um, but 1,600 metres ideal for me. Um, it's finishing the money three out of five times at this distance uh, with a win. Um, and, yeah, I think getting back to 1,600, I think, is ideal for Alligator Blood. If it gets a good track, it's had 18 career starts, won 10 of them at a good track. Um, again, 1,600 metres ideal. Um, and I'll be watching the track with interest. If it gets upgraded to soft five now, if it gets upgraded to a good track, I think Alligator Blood's definitely the bet there at $6. Um, and you might even get $2 a place as well if you want to have your house on that. Um, so, yeah, I'm with Alligator Blood, Dane Private Eye. Moving to race eight, and boy, do I love this one. I've been talking about this horse all week. Um, the Tab Champion Stakes over 2,000 metres. Well, the big A. The big A. Stares Destiny in the face one last time through the end of spring. Um, what are you with? Um, well, what's there to go past big A? Mm. I mean, it's absolutely flying. Mm. Um, there's not much more to say about it, to be honest. It's, over this 2,000 metre, I think it's the best horse clearly yeah um, in the world although was last started screen final i don't know so i'm at a dollar nine yet i don't know the other one in the market i do like is i'm thunderstruck yeah like the way it hit the line last start i think the Flemington, the longest straight it will suit let's just hope mark zara can get that one home because i'll be on both of them well it's his first started um flemington for an animal which is surprising because everyone at flemington before yeah interesting but mm. Um, I think that horse can handle anything. I tend to agree. Yourself? Um, I got one at a price here, and I'm so excited about this thing, eh? I did the form as soon as I saw this race come out, and the longer the week's gone, and I haven't, I left a couple of mates a voicemail at 11 o'clock last night because I needed to get off my chest about how confident I was with this thing, eh? Mr. Maestro, it's a three-year-old, and it's going against Animo. I don't give a shit. These things are 21s. I've already had a heap on it. Why do I like it, you ask? Well, its whole career, it's carried no less than 57 kilos. It's 51 kilos in this race. Over 1,600 metres, sorry, over 2,000 metres, it's had three starts, it's had three wins. It gets back in trip, 500 metres, carrying six and a half less kilos than it did last start, and it ran a good race out the 20, over the 2,500. Don't get me wrong, it saw out the 2,500 well, come fourth, only a length and a half behind the winner. 2,000 metres ideal. It's three for three, and I'll tell you what, Mickey D goes on. Mickey D right now could ride a cow in a group one and he'd finish in the money. Mr. Maestro at 21 and $4, I think could be the better the spring. Genuinely. I think this runs a race out of sight. And I, I'm going to have a fortune on it. I genuinely think this could be the, the better the spring. If the speed's on, Animo drawn perfectly, barrier four, I think settles one out, one back. You have alligator, oh, sorry, alligator blood. You'll have hinged on the speed. Um, you'll have Zaki on speed, of course. I'm Thunderstruck will get back, and it'll be challenging late. 
but I'm really, really hoping Mr. Maestro runs a good race here, and I'm quietly confident as well. So I've gone rogue, but with confidence. Mr. Maestro at 21s to beat the big A. It's staring destiny in the face, and I'll tell you what, there's some destiny that's staring back at it. I'll tell you what, that's rogue, but if it gets up, good on you. I'll be coping for a year if this thing wins. I'll be having a 12-year-long bender. You, you can, won't see me until you can I'm pay for my I'll pay for your Kirk. I'll pay for your rest. I'll pay for your house as well. They here have heard it here first, Mr. Maestro. If this thing beats Animo, imagine that. Tipped on the podcast, you heard it here first. That'd be the best thing ever, eh? It'd be a fill-up for Looming Large. The big A, the run backwards. Um, Mitten before we go over to Rose Hill. Uh, my bet at Flemington is this strip. Um, mm. I'm going to have a fortune on it. Dollar ninety-five. I don't care. Yeah. It's going to win. Yeah. Hopefully. Anyways. Mm. Um, Giggy kick scares me, but I don't think it can do the Everest again. Fair um, enough. So, yeah, the strip's my best. Fair what, enough. What's your best at Flemington? Well, oh, look, don't get me wrong. It's hard to go past Nature Strip. Um, and, look, <laughs> it probably wins. It does win. Um, I struggle to look past it. That's my best of the day. But I'll give you one to look out for. Now, I mentioned last week, or the week before our first episode, this horse was the first thing I ever won a fair bit of coin on. A tissue's running on Saturday over 2,000 metres. It's never run 2,000 metres before. Or it has once. And guess what? It won. This thing's open at $10. It's in the 460. And if it gets a good track, it's run 14 races and won five of them, finishing the money in three of them. I'm not tipping it as my best bet, but if there is a good track at Flemington on Saturday, I will be having a fortune on this thing. I think it genuinely wins. you got J-Mac on for the first time this prep. Chris Waller train. It's drawn perfect. And it runs out the 2,000 metres. It's proven at the distance. It's 100% strike rate from there. And if it gets a good track, I'll be loading up on a tissue. My best bet, nature strip. I can't lose. But if it gets a good track, I'll be having a big play on a tissue. So stay tuned at the track there. Um, now across to the worst meeting at Rose Hill I think I've ever seen. The Golden Gift is the feature race. And I think five of these horses have run a race before. <laughs> um, what a shit show. Um, what, what's your best at Rose Hill? I'm not previewing any of these races. They all suck. Um, I've hopefully managed to find one in the in the rogue meet here. Uh, I tipped it before, and I'm going to Isabella tip it, Rogue because that horse is running at Rose Hill, a favourite in race ten. No, oh. no, we go to race eight, the Five Diamonds. Um, I'm with Ellsberg. Yeah, um, I tipped it before. It's flying as well. It hit the line hard last start, which I think gets rid of the eighteen hundred meter query. It is its mm-hmm. first start, but like we said, it's not the greatest meet nor the greatest field. Um, it gets Tommy Berry on board. Who seems to be riding a few winners when he can avoid suspension. <laughs> so, Tommy, stop whipping the thing too much. Um, you can get 250. I'll be having a play on that, and that's my best for Rose Hill. Yourself? Mm. Electric Girl. Um, carrying 57 kilos is a weight for age. Um, over the 1,400. And the form line I'm taking out of this, or the main form line, is 0.1 of a length of Shades of Rose. Um, a couple of starts ago in a um, Group 2 Lost point one of a length at 31s um, on a good track again. And a lot of these bets we are banking on getting a good track. Ellsberg will handle the wet, but I want a good track here for Electric Girl. It's had uh, 19 starts um, on a good track, six, ten, uh, six wins, six placings. Um, and this single run a good race. Eh? I don't think anything else in this race can beat it. I genuinely think this is a great bet. Um, you got She's a Belter in the, in, in the market carrying nothing on its back. But 
Last start, 3.2 lengths of the winner in the same race as Electric Girl. And Electric Girl was literally three lengths ahead of it. It was 0.2 lengths from the winner. Came second to Promising Success. Um, so she's a belter. will have to be three lengths better, and it's over the same distance. So that's second in the market. Electric Girl, if it gets a good track, it won't lose. Um, so I'm Electric Girl. I'll, I'll tell you what. It's a horrible meeting here, but I think this is one of the better bets anywhere on the day with Electric Girl, Hugh Bowman aboard. Um, there's no weight disadvantage for coming second to Shades of Rose, which is a good result, um, where it would have been pinned usually, like carrying last start, it was 59 kilos. So gets down two kilos in this race, weaker field, and I think it wins and wins well. Um, so yeah, Electric Girl for me at Rose Hill is my best of the day, race seven, number one. Dane, you were in race eight, number one with Ellsberg. Um, and yeah, there's two of the better bets today in one of the, the weaker races, a uh, weaker meets of the year at Rose Hill. So, thing there, but yeah. And on that note, uh, we'll say goodbye. Thanks for tuning in to episode three. That's three episodes in, eh? Yeah. I'm fairly happy with how we're tracking. Getting some good reviews from some of the boys. Yeah. And there was a buzzer that watched our thing that was aged 45 to 59. There was. So, so if you're listening, thank you. Yeah, thanks for listening. Um, good luck on the weekend. Um, I think stay away from Rose Hill. That might be a bad, bad meeting. Um, but yeah, good card at Flemington. Three big group ones, which we previewed. Um, and yeah, we'll touch base ne- early next week with the fourth episode and let you know how we went. Do a bit of review. Hopefully, we found a few winners. Yeah, hopefully. Other than and, that, um, I'll chat to you next week when I got the biggest dick in Australia after Mr. Maestro wins. Or you can clown him when Mr. Maestro runs last. Anyways, see you later, guys. <laughs>